Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk podcast with me, your host Sagrika. I hope you guys are doing well, staying safe, taking precautions and getting ready for back to school because that's something that's on our minds right now. But yeah, before we get into today's episode, I just want to tell you guys that this is the second time we're recording this episode, my guest and I, just because your girl decided to play around with the audio settings and try different things, but it was a total fail. So here we are again. And before we start this episode, I just want to give a huge shout out to Steph for actually sitting through the second episode and actually just getting things done and recording this episode with me all again guys it's not easy to actually take out time to record another 40 minute episode but she's all in for it and she's actually super excited to talk about everything today so for those of you guys who don't know steph she's mindset coach who's helping women craft their own unique roadmap for personal success and I like to call her the self-care best. So today we're just diving into our 2020 lessons, what we learned in the past year and kind of just reflecting back on the year because I feel if like we're getting into 2021, you need to take some lessons with you. So get a cup of coffee, get your green tea, get some snacks. It's a very chill episode, just us talking about life, talking about what we learned, the good and bad memories and everything. So let's get into it. I am Sagrika, your host at the Let's Talk podcast. On this podcast, I invite students to discuss topics that are essential to student life. And I believe listening to others and their stories is a great way to find yourself in the journey. So please join me with learning something new in every episode we have. Thank you for being a part of this community. I'm happy you're here. Thank you so much for that lovely, lovely introduction. Um, I'm really excited. And of course, I'm second time's the charm. <laughs> and I, I'm just happy that we got, we're getting to sit down again and, and talk. And it's it's fun to experiment a little bit. And I'm, I'm just happy to be talking with you, period. So thank you for having no, me. No, <laughs> seriously. That's what I was talking about. Like last time, also on our episode when we were recording together, one thing that stood out was just you know, when you can connect with someone, just talk to someone, just talk about life with exactly. someone. Sometimes that's all you need. And this doesn't even feel like we're recording an episode. It's just us talking about life. So, you know, if you have a friend you can talk to. Yeah. And we just so happen to be recording. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just fun to, to connect and talk about things that we're really passionate about and that other people may resonate with. So, and I think that they really will. And um, I appreciate you saying the self-care bestie. I appreciate that. And that's the message that I really want to put out there that, you know, we're all just the same going through our, we're all different, but we're all going through similar experiences, you know, ups and downs and kind of just growing, um, you know, uh, different and we react to things differently and we grow differently, but, you know, we can all connect in that, in that sense that we're all trying to get somewhere. And that's really the message I want to put out there that I'm your best friend. I'm just, you know, learning with you and I want to spread that knowledge to you. So, yeah, exactly. So Steph, tell me how did this whole self-care bestie start? When did you start your life as a mindset coach? How has it been? And just tell me a little more about you and your journey. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so as the lovely Sagrika said, I am Steph. 
And I'm a certified life coach, and I'm the founder of With Love and Soul Co., my baby. She's a platform centered around different areas of self-work and personal growth. So at first, I really started this blog. At the time, it was With Love Steph. And it was just fun. It was like a side hobby. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. Um, so I, I wrote about everything, everything lifestyle, fashion, and self-care, and motivation, and makeup, and beauty, and everything. Um, and then, you know, later on, I just realized I wasn't passionate about some things versus self-care and motivation was like my, that was it. <laughs> that was my jam right there. I love talking about it, and I could talk about it for hours. And so slowly but surely, I developed my own brand and narrowed down my niche a bit. And it inspired me. The more I talked to different people, the more I realized how much I loved talking about goals and, you know, someone's wellness and and well-being and what someone really wants in their lives and how to be truly happy in their own individual sense, whatever that means for them, right? Mm. Um, Because I understand, and just like everyone does, how what it is to be lost and figuring out yourself. So when I realized that, it kind of led me to starting my life coaching certification. So I was just browsing, and then I ran across this um, uh, this institute um, that helped you acquire your life and health coaching certification. And I did that. It was just like a year course. It was just something to get my hands on and get me started and get inspiration and know how about you know health and you know mindset and brain science and all of that and um, the rest is really just experience, <laughs> Do, you know, people and, and um, my own experiences, of course, of my growth journey and self-love journey. And um, I took with love stuff and I made it more uh, for personal development and it, I created with love and soul co. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No, I love that because it all comes down to actually paying attention to your experiences, like your patterns, your habits, what attracts you the most, you know, like what kind of conversations you like having with people. And that eventually like leads you to your purpose. And I'm glad you found your purpose. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. And yes, that's exactly what I want to help others do is to find their purpose. And uh, it, it can be a journey to find that. And, you know, I, I think that, that the idea of that you have a purpose out there really scares people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really what you want to do. You know, it's not like this chapter is written for you. You are the author of your own story. So you just have to figure out what, how you are, how you react, how you, um, how you work on things and, you know, go through your own self-discovery journey. And once you do, you find out your habits and what really fuels your fire like what really makes you happy and fulfilled exactly yeah and then you know it's all about being your own individual self and it takes it takes time we're all learning I'm still learning same same everyone it's a process it's literally a process exactly I love that And actually highlighting what you said, self-discovery journey. Guys, we talked about self-discovery so much in the last episode that we recorded. But of course, it had to get deleted and nothing could be heard. (laughs) But don't worry, because we're going to get back into it. We're going to talk about self-awareness, self-discovery, finding yourself and like how Corona impacted everything. But before we get into that, Steph, tell me more about like how you find inspiration when you're at your lows, you know, when you don't really feel motivated, like how do you get back up, find inspiration and get back on track? That's a real deep one for me because um, I, 
there were many moments where I just had no motivation whatsoever and it felt like I was in this hole and sometimes I would be aware of what I needed to do and what I was doing, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't healthy for myself and versus, you know, the things that I could be doing that are healthy for me. And it was kind of like I was watching a movie of my life <laughs> and but yet I didn't press pause or rewind or, you know, do anything that I, I had full control of. Um, so, you know, for others out there who, you know, feel like they know what they need to do, but they just, for some reason, they can't. It's, it, it all ties back to motivation and individuality, self-awareness, self-discovery, all of this self stuff, right? <laughs> so then Absolutely, yes. Work. So for me personally, um, it would definitely be just letting go of the pressure, you know, first and foremost, letting go of the expectations, whether it's from other people or the being, you know, the expectations, the hard ones on myself and just acknowledging that I'm a human being. And especially when I'm at a low, I can't expect myself to get like 10,000 things done in a day or Mm -hmm. leap over this huge hurdle and be completely okay. Like that's not realistic and it can be really damaging too. So first I acknowledge baby steps, right? (laughs) So I lay out what's going on now, my current situation, what's not working for me, um, what do I feel now and why. And a a main way is really journaling too. And um, we've talked about that too in the last episode. We talked a lot about journaling. Um, (laughs) Because you can just write down everything. And even if it's just brain dumping or jotting down words, whatever it is, like just laying it out where you can see it. And then you can pinpoint like, what is stopping me? What's holding me back? And then you let go of that. So that that really helps me just kind of acknowledging the current situation. And then how can I, in baby steps, get to where I want to be? Absolutely. And what you said about letting go of expectations, especially from yourself, like that's a big one. Because, you know, again, when you see other people mm-hmm. achieving things, other people, you know, doing their own part, you kind of feel overwhelmed sometimes. But at the same time, you need to tell yourself that this is your journey. No matter what other people do, other people say, or like what they're doing with their lives, it doesn't matter because this is your race. It's your journey. Stop comparing yourselves, A. And B, like we talked about this in the last episode, but you need to appreciate how far you've come. You know, it's again, small baby steps, but appreciate the baby steps because it's still progress. Even if it's baby steps, celebrating the small exactly mm-hmm. celebrate how far you've come because you won't realize how important that becomes in the long run you know because there will be times you feel unmotivated and clearly we felt that at some point especially 2020 we were unmotivated to a to an extent right. definitely <laughs> like I didn't feel like recording a podcast episode I didn't feel like studying because when I had finals like not working out nothing I just wanted to lay in bed all day though I told myself that I am allowed to do this, but at the same time, like, what am I learning from this? Yes, taking a break is productive, but what are you learning from this? You know, and that's what I learned. You have to celebrate the small wins, definitely. I love that. And that's that's really important too, because that's how you stay sane. <laughs> and that's how yeah. you motivation. You have to acknowledge the little things you do. And I think in this, you know, hustle kind of world, I think it's it's good, it's it's good to have a healthy amount of hustle in you that at some point you're going to burn out if you don't stop and take a minute for yourself, acknowledge and celebrate the small wins because that's how you manage your motivation. You know, I don't think motivation is really something that you can just spring out of nowhere, (laughs) but 
manage it and balance it. And part of that is celebrating the small wins, acknowledging what did I get done, even if it's the smallest thing, you know? Like I just went out for a walk, you know, I did something. (laughs) Right. I got up from bed. I made my bed, you know, little things like that, especially depending on how you feel that day. Some days you will be capable of more than others. And I think that we need to acknowledge too that self-discovery and self-care is a judgment-free zone. And if we're hard on ourselves, who is going to allow you to feel safe and learning and growing, you know, otherwise, so you need to allow yourself room for all of that room for error, room for growth and be okay with, with that process. So. Exactly. It goes back to you saying that it's a journey. You're still learning, you know, it's a Mm -hmm. process. Right. Exactly. And especially (laughs) 2020, that year was crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, it was completely understandable. Some people, um, they used you know, quarantining and everything and using that time to reinvent their lives. Some people just stayed and watched Netflix all day. And that's fine. You know, one thing is not better than the other, but you process the way you want to process. So, you know, eventually you do have to wake up and say, okay, like what you said, what am I learning from this? Mm-hmm. And it also goes back to like forming routines, you know, at the end of it, especially in a year like 2020, you need to ask yourself what routine fits me best, you know, again, not pressurizing yourself, not having expectations, but just again, self-discovery, self-awareness. How can a routine help me discover myself better? Now, I know you talked about journaling. Tell me more about journaling, how that helped you and like if there's any other routines you kind of stick to or like we can stick to now. Right, right. And I, I love that you said, you know, about routines. Routines are such a big thing for me because I was very unorganized. Um, I, I still can be. I, I, I'm not perfect. I still can be organized and I can still procrastinate if I left my, let myself. But I am a lot more uh, in tune with myself and with what I need. And I know myself a lot better now um, to where I know what routines fit best and I feel more clear and more organized. And part of that routine is, is journaling. Um, So, you know, setting daily routines, weekly routines, or monthly, yearly, whatever you need to come back to yourself and reanalyze everything because it's a consistent thing. And I love that you said, what routines fit for you? That is so important. And before you get to all of that, before the goal planning, before the routine building, you need to go through the self-discovery process. You know, learning what affects your energy, what affects your mood, um, what does your schedule look like, which can change on the daily, depending on, mm-hmm. you know, whether you have a new job or you have new friends, like this is a consistent, consistent, yeesh, consistent thing. <laughs> I can't speak English. Um, it's a consistent thing. And the sooner you accept that, that it's, you know, part of life, the sooner you can allow yourself to enjoy it too. It's not, you know, uh, it doesn't become a chore anymore. It's just a wonderful part of life where you discover yourself. But, um, Yes, journaling. <laughs> oh, I love um, that. Let's go. I love journaling. <laughs> um, it's just brain dumping really for me. And um, I really started, I always journaled a bit ever since I was maybe young. I want to say 14 maybe. And little by little, I would just write different things, just my feelings out and kind of do my own brain dumping session. And then I kind of let go of it when I started um, when I started, I want to say with love too, I let go of it a little bit. And uh, when I first started with love 
And then the more I talked about self-care and personal growth, the more I was like, well, I need to apply these things in my own life, <laughs> right? right. For me. Um, so, but I, I, you know, accepted that I was learning just like everyone else. And then I started applying the things that um, was best for me and started preaching that as well. So that was, part of that was definitely journaling and just doing morning pages, especially. You need to read uh, what I mentioned earlier, The Artist's Way by <laughs> Cameron. Amazing. And part of that is morning pages. And I did that steadily. I have like four journals now full of my morning pages. Just Damn. Like brain dumping. Yeah, every day, every single day. And and um, it really made a difference in my life because I would read how I was when I first started writing versus how, what what I write now or how I write now. And the difference is crazy, right? The difference is crazy. I'm much more clear. I'm not as quick to judge myself or be negative. Like the things I used to write towards myself were so harsh and so mean and cruel. And, you know, now I just, I, I you know, some days are better than others, of course, just like anyone. But I, I'm not as quick to judge myself. I'm, I'm more open to you know, just learning and finding out what the problem is without hating myself. <laughs> no, absolutely. And that's that's the whole point of it, right? Like self-care is a priority. It mm-hmm. should be treated as a priority. Like with me, definitely, I got into like gratitude journaling, but now yes. I really want to get into just like writing my emotions out. Like, how am I feeling? What am I feeling? What's causing this? Just write everything on a piece of paper because sometimes like just it's putting so everything good. out on a piece of paper is all you need to just get that peace of mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think it's, it's really good for the soul. It's good for your mind. And it's one of those activities that really just brings you back to yourself. So that journaling is definitely part of the routine and then just, yeah. And you know, what's crazy. Like one thing I'm, I've noticed in myself is that the more I journal and like pay attention to how I'm feeling my patterns and like tune into myself, the more, like the more prone I get to like when people kind of affect my energy, you get what I mean? Like then, you yes. start to see when people start to affect, like people start to affect your positive energy and you're like, nah, I don't have time for that. Please step out. Exactly. And you feel more protected. Like you're more, um, you allow yourself to protect yourself and this is your bubble and no one can touch it. No one can enter and, and you know, ruin your good juju. <laughs> and I literally, like and those are things that, that, really matter you know also making sure that because once you accept your own individual amazingness and awesomeness and you embrace that fully you don't let anybody else or you're more prone to not letting anybody else affect that this is your story this is your life this is your well-being this is your whatever you know anybody else who wants to affect that and doesn't support that can they can go. <laughs> and literally, I hope, bye. Know. Just say bye. Bye. <laughs> I hope you, you find love. I hope you know I send you love and light, but you know, it's okay to say mm-hmm. you're affecting me in a negative way and I, I don't want you around. And I think that's in anything, in any situation, any people and friendships, relationships, and you know, you can you're allowed to not want things that affect you negatively to be around you. You know, you're allowed to not want that in your life. Mm-hmm. So. And about having that support, do you think you had that support or like that connection during Corona, like during this time? Were you? It was it easy for you to make connections with other people, make strong bonds with other people? Like, how was that whole thing for you? <sighs> Jeez, <laughs> honestly, this, 
this during quarantine? I mean, it's because there, there was a lot of ups and downs. You know, sometimes I would feel very motivated and just want to reinvent my life. And I would get up every morning and start my habits and routines. And then some days I was just super lazy. I don't want to talk to anyone. I wanted to stay mm-hmm. home in my bubble and, you know, just be a homebody. And I, you know, even when uh, everything is even close to normal, I don't think I'll be going out as I used to. It's crazy how much I went out before everything. Same. But <laughs> connecting with people online was was good, you know, especially with Love and Soul, with, with Love and Soulco. Um, I was able to connect with some people through Instagram, for example, you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's always, you know, for, for me, I, I, I find it easy to, if you, if you're, you have like-minded passions and right. you're, you, you uh, have a similar goal and the relationship or the, com- the communication is genuine, then it's easy. I think it was easy for us. Like we just bonded yes, over. Exactly. Over That's were. why I always, whenever I look back at 2020, I'm like, it was a bittersweet feeling. Like I had to leave college, come back and like stay here for like over six months. And it did get boring. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like there were such good things that I did, such good memories that yeah. I made with my family. I started my own podcast and we met. I met so yes, many people damn. on this page. Exactly. And just like connecting with people that you've never met in person. Like that's crazy. And I still look at it and I'm like, whoa. Like some of my closest right. friends that I met, like they were on Instagram. Like we met on Instagram. And it's just crazy like it's kind of mind equals blown you know and just looking back at it you're like if you look at the pros and cons yeah they were both but what is your attitude towards it and again at the end of it like how you view things how you look at things to all that matters right and that's really locus of control too like you can't control everything outside of you know your environment Mm -hmm. or you know everything outside of your yourself you can't control every single thing that happens that's a big one yes and but you can control how you think you can control what you do about it you know what you do after is what matters um so yeah definitely those those are things that i really uphold too because um once we accept that we, we can't control everything, but we do have control over some things, that, that's, that really affects your motivation as well. So It's interesting you mentioned that because I was listening to a podcast and I think he was talking about like, you know, not letting outside situations control you. Like the only thing you genuinely can control is your internal environment. And again, this goes back to self-discovery, self-care, what you do to get in alignment with yourself whether that's podcasts reading books you know watching something that gives you that knowledge about yourself like anything but the only thing you can control is yourself and your internal environment your internal soul you know Mm -hmm. you control your own story you control what habits you want to implement it's not always easy it's not always fast and simple but it it's possible and that's more than enough to continue and honestly I think that things can be really easy if we allow them to be, you know, I think that that's, that's another thing like mindset, uh, your mindset. If you're, if you're convinced that things are always going to be difficult for you, they will be. And it's, it's the, just like we, we talked about earlier. Uh, what was it? Energy flow. Uh, um, um, energy goes, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Energy goes where attention flows. Like that's yeah. it. That's the, that's the <laughs> mantra for 2021. That's it. I know exactly. <laughs> so if you're so convinced on, on, you know, what's not working or, um, what you're, you don't have control of, and you're constantly just worrying and stressing about those things, you're not allowing 
you know, yourself to acknowledge what you can control and what, what can, what is working and how to do more of that. So shifting that perspective is really, really important. So, and it all goes back to self-discovery. <laughs> exactly. Dude, just last week, I don't know, I was just in this place where I was really low and I felt like I didn't have a purpose. You know, when you just get into those moods and I was like, mm -hmm. wait, you know, I am giving this unnecessary energy and attention right. to things that absolutely don't matter right now. Like, why am I thinking about people's situations? Like what's going to happen in the future? And like, what's going to happen like five years down the lane? Exactly. You know, when you get into those thoughts and I'm like, wait, get myself back into the present and like, look at things that are right in front of me. And that's honestly yes. one of the best yes. tips you know, that I can give to anyone. Like one of the best things I can tell anyone is that get your attention back to the now. Like just mm -hmm. look at things around you and appreciate what you have right now. Exactly. Literally. Being present, being aware that is so important. And there are many things that I personally do that I, you know, in, for people out there, you can try these different things or, you know, figure out which one is best for you. You don't have to do all of them. Um, definitely number one on my list is journaling <laughs> wow weird <laughs> weird right journaling um because that really brings you back to the present because you're writing in the now you know in real time right um, and then meditating also helps even if it's just i started meditating sometimes i still meditate for like two minutes five minutes real, you know take that pressure off and then sometimes for 15 20 it just depends on how i'm feeling um and then this one little exercise that I think I got in a YouTube video that I watched, I don't remember where, um, but shout out, <laughs> where you pay attention to, you kind of use your senses. So you focus on one thing that you hear, two things that you smell, three things that you can feel. So like if you're sitting down on something, if you know, you're wearing a sweater, mm -hmm. uh, four things that you can, what's the other sense that you can see? Smell, taste. <laughs> Yes, thank you. And so on, you know, and uh, you can switch it up, but it really brings you back to the now and really focus and tune in on those things. That's, that's one of the main ways that I focus on the present. And just do I love using the senses. Right, exactly. And just doing nothing and enjoying that your sense that your senses are, you know, not being on your phone, not listening mm -hmm. to music, just kind of being there you know I write notes like on my notes on my phone I'll write things that I want to like remember maybe quotes or you know like energy goes where attention flows like things like that and I'll make a list of it and I'll screenshot that and make it my wallpaper so every single time I mm -hmm. open my phone I'm like okay I need to remind myself of this and that way I'm on track I'm on my path and nothing can distract me and that's something that can work out really well so you know when you make something your wallpaper and something that's legit, something that you know when you look at, it's going to redirect you towards your purpose. Mm -hmm. That goes a long way too. Yeah, I, I, try, I went, especially because I have a terrible memory. Um, I used to put the, like a, a list of things that I really need to focus on, on my phone wall, phone wallpaper as well. I don't do it as much anymore. Um, now I just, I use kind of like digital and physical planners. But I think especially for people who can forget easily or they have a lot on their plate or they're just, you know, scatterbrained mm. like, you know, yeah. us. <laughs> and it's, it's good to have something in front of your face. Like, it's, you it's can't right miss there. it. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to focus on, yeah, if you want to focus on something. That's why vision boards are oh my also God, really... I was just thinking about vision boards right now. I was just thinking, like, you literally exactly. said it out of my mouth. Wow. <laughs> We were so connected that we read each other's I'm minds now. <laughs> Dude, I actually like collected pictures to like put into my vision board. I just need to make a collage and like put everything together. But this was literally me two nights ago making a vision board because I'm like, you know what? 
I'm going to do this. Like, I'm doing it. I don't care what people say. I'm doing it. <laughs> exactly. And it's so, it just makes you so excited. You know what I mean? It's whether or not you believe that it'll work, which in my experience, I mean, I think that manifestation and attraction is so powerful mm -hmm. because, you know, not even if you don't, you know, whether you believe like the, the universe and the magic side of things, believe in the science, you know, you're, you know, like you said in the last podcast, I'm repeating something over and over again. It's, it's effective. Repetition. Yes. Repetition. Exactly. It's the same thing. You know, you're, you're tricking your mind to, um, not tricking, but you're, you know, your mind is, is revolved around this thing that you want to focus on. And, instinctively you just start to build up to that whether or not you know it's your subconscious mind that really absorbs all of that and is really in control versus your conscious mind which thinks it's in control so it's it's yeah and that read uh you are a badass i really suggest Yay. that book also you are a badass by jen sincero she talks a lot about the subconscious mind and the conscious mind so your conscious mind is the mind that thinks and plans and you know, rambles <laughs> in, exactly. internally mm -hmm. and your subconscious mind absorbs everything from ever since you were a baby, really. It just absorbs everything. It doesn't think, but it's really the key to all of your core beliefs and thoughts. So, and also I forgot to tell you, so I know we talked about this in our previous recording, of course, but remember we were talking about Jay Shetty and Roddy? Yes. Ah! Okay. Dude. Okay. They make me Okay, I actually got the book. You know, Think Like a Monk, Jay Shetty. I got the book finally like a hard copy. My friend got it for me as a surprise. And I'm like, thank the Lord, because I can do audiobooks. I can't. So I finally have this. I'm going to probably start it tomorrow. Like, I'm so excited to read Jay Shetty's book right now. You don't understand. Please tell me how it goes. I really want to I really want to get into that. Yeah, uh, Jay and, and Roddy are this amazing power couple guys oh yeah. if you guys don't know jay shetty and Roddy, please just go first thing you have to do after listening to this episode is go go on instagram and stalk jay shetty and then you will find Roddy, of course but oh these people like if you want a relationship in the future or if you are in a relationship right now like these people should be your role models that that's it <laughs> guys seriously check them out they are the ultimate power couple i love them power couple and also in the last recording we talked about love languages Steph tell me about love languages and like what's that whole thing about if we're talking about Jay and, Jay and Roddy let's just talk about love languages like let's just do it <laughs> I think that that's a big reason why they of most relationships if not all succeed because they understand their love languages and five love languages is based off of a book I'm terrible with names but I'm pretty sure a lot of you have heard of it um but there is this five love languages um or this sorry the five love languages is a book the love languages is a test so I took this test and I found out that my love language is mainly physical touch affirmations and acts of service so that is a big 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 factor of you know um finding out like how you like to connect with people or whether it's in a relationship or and I think that it applies to friendships and relationships like with your family too um, because that is something that has really affected me and impacted me like words of affirmation and acts of service you know things like mm -hmm. that with people that I love and people who love me and um, you know having that support system like we talked about earlier so um, because before I didn't feel like I had as strong as a support system and you know when I communicated more to the people around my environment um and the more we went on 
because it was a process, <laughs> the more I feel like now I definitely have that support system and, and they understand my love languages and I understand theirs. And it's very important to know. Sure. I haven't done the test too much. Like I haven't gone into depth with it. But once when I did it in my sleep, literally in my sleep, I was just scrolling through Instagram and it popped up. I think mine was acts of service. Definitely really? acts of service and also quality time. Those two yes. things are big. You mentioned quality time. Mm-hmm. Very big. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and I think it's just good to know for yourself or for people around you or whatever, any kind of relationship. It's it's important to know what, what truly matters to you from, from someone else that you have a connection with. And uh, acts of service for me is like whenever, um, I don't know, like when someone does something out of their way to help me, especially when I'm super, I don't want to say busy, but I'm being productive or I have some things to do. And, you know, they, they help me out with that. That's It's that's always good to have that support, you know, whether that's a friend or relationship, whatever it is, someone showing you that they're there for you in hard times, good times, whatever it is, like that is needed. Exactly. Especially through your growth journey. You know, mm-hmm. you want to know that there's in, throughout your growth journey, you find out who's really going to support you and who's really, you know, who, maybe you thought was going to support you, but they didn't. And you realize you're your true friends and people who uh, truly care about you along the way. And it can be painful, but for it the most can. part, it's a wonderful thing, right? <laughs> okay, Steph, as like a mindset coach, I'm actually curious to know that, I know I asked you this in the previous episode as well, but I don't know if you want to switch up your answer, you remember your answer or not, but if there's one thing you would like to tell your younger self, what would it be? <laughs> If I would tell my younger self, yes, I remember, but I don't remember what I said because I'm I'm literally Dory from Finding Nemo. I forget everything <laughs> um, except my own name. Um, what would I tell my younger self? Oof. I would tell her first and foremost, just be yourself. <laughs> um, I was always very good at that, but I, uh, you know, I, you know, opinions from other people still affected me. So I would definitely say. Um, keep being yourself and those who matter won't mind and those who mind won't matter <laughs> that's, Ooh, that from a nice one. that's a nice one that's from Dr. Seuss. I stole that um, and then I would tell her trust the process you are in the right path that you're meant to be and it's all going to work that. out yeah and um, definitely you're learning you're growing Is it, it isn't going to be like this forever just enjoy it enjoy the process. Don't constantly worry about the past the, or the future or wanting to get like be an adult already. <laughs> oh God. I feel like as children, we always wanted to be adults and we were just where And I look back at it right now. I'm like, why would I want that? Like, why didn't I just have fun while I had it? <laughs> and for a while, like throughout my, my uh, like even now, I remember thinking like as I was growing up, like I want to go, I want to go to Neverland or something and never grow old. <laughs> I hate being an adult. <laughs> No, but I think it's finding joy in in the present too, whether you, you know, when you're a kid or when you're now, like, I think that's, that's a big thing about being a kid that I want to apply to my life now. And that I try to spread to is, you know, kids, they don't think about, they don't stress about the future and, you know, after a certain age, you eventually do, but they just have fun, you know. And they they find joy in the little things, which is something we need to start doing now. Exactly. They just play and they go by instinct, you know, what feels good in the moment and what is fun and without having to worry about about adult things. And I think that 
that's something that we really need to apply to our lives the freedom to be children freedom yes and are you, you talked about that you talked about connecting with your childlike self in the last episode and that's so important because mm-hmm. now is our time to just connect with our inner child right because that is the part of yourself that wants to just really have fun without judgment who wants to create without you know stressing about am I doing the right thing am I painting this right am I you know drawing this right or however (laughs) you know you're just doing it by instinct and I love that and that's another thing that the artist way really talks about is connecting to your inner artist child and that's something that I really try to apply more in my life and during quarantine that's one of the things that I try to do more as well um so you know I one time I went to the dollar store and I just bought like a bunch of bubbles and acrylic paints and little toy guns. And just, it was really fun. That's how you do it. Exactly. Yeah. You're just having fun. Whatever. Not everything has to have a a purpose or a reason. Mm -hmm. You just do it because you want to. (laughs) You want to be happy. (laughs) For me, I would definitely say, I would tell my younger self that, I made a post about this just because I was feeling it at the time. And I'm like, shit, I should actually tell my younger self this. But like an mm-hmm. exit somewhere is an entry somewhere else. It's a new entry somewhere else. You know, right. if something doesn't work out for you, know that there's better out there. Like stop getting attached to people, to situations, to places, because there is something better out there for you. And the sooner I'm kind of starting to realize that, the more I'm like, okay, you know, stop getting so attached because there's power in like detaching yourself from the outcome. Right. And detaching yourself is not like you're a robot and you just have Mm -hmm. no feeling. It's not that at all. It's it's more stepping back and analyzing the situation for what it is, you know, without um, without letting your emotions kind of just go towards the bad instinctively, you know? Obviously, you're a human being. You're going to experience things emotionally. That's, you know, it's ridiculous to think otherwise. Mm -hmm. But you can step back and just detach yourself from the situation and see it for what it is and what can be better for you. So, yeah. So, definitely detachment is not not from emotions. It's just… Yeah, that's a big one. Don't detach yourself from emotions from having a heart. Because sometimes something doesn't go well. People detach from their inner selves. And that's Mm -hmm. not what we want. Exactly. No, it's just detaching yourself from maybe a a feeling or a thought that you've had all along Mm -hmm. that isn't working for you. And make, you know, analyzing the situation to make room for something that could work instead. So, yeah, for sure. Amen. (laughs) Yes. I love that. And since we now talked about 2020 lessons, just going over everything in brief, now I want to ask you, what's one thing, like the first thing that comes to your head when I ask you this question, like what's one thing you're carrying forward into 2021? One thing that I'm carrying for 2021 would be the gift of being present, of being aware, of being in the now, the power of now. (laughs) Yes. The power of now. Guys, if you haven't read The Power of Now, you need to get on it right now. Literally, just like I'm reading Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk, you need to get on The Power of Now by I forget who, but please. Definitely that. It's it's just enjoying the present and coming back to myself and thinking of what I can do now that will later on benefit my future yes 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 for me i was actually Mm -hmm. reading the seven spiritual laws of success by deepak chopra and he talks about just embracing uncertainty and with me 
that's kind of hard to do, you know, embracing situation that I, I don't know what I'm doing, where I'm at and things like that. I like to take control, but of course I'm kind of starting to release that control. But getting into 2021, I definitely need to start embracing uncertainty more because I, I do know that in that uncertainty, there's freedom, there's new opportunities, there's more creativity, there's no, new doors opening for me. So I definitely need to start loving the uncertainty, you know? Exactly. And just, you know, having fun with what what's going to happen <laughs> with not knowing yeah. it's going to, you know, turn out. So enjoying the process is what it is and everything you're going to learn, you're going to know mm-hmm. what, what's right for you in the end. You just kind of have to trust the process. And it's I know it's so hard. It's hard. It is plan and, and know yeah. everything, you know, sometimes you're not going to. And it's part of that locus of control. You're not going to be able to control everything. You're not going to be able to know everything, you know, future wise as well. So might as well enjoy the process and just be part of the ride. <laughs> yeah, it all comes down to trusting the process, just knowing that if you want to be excited, you want to like feel that magical you know, the magical path to life, you need right. to start being okay with not knowing where life leads you. Exactly. And I think it's it's good to have a healthy balance of both. You know, it's not to say completely let go of planning and, and action, your own action, um, but it's, it's having a healthy balance of both. You know, your action, your planning and your work, and then also trusting the process and trusting that the reality that you want, the goals that you want, the person that you envision yourself to be exists and it's going to happen yes 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 okay so to wrap it up i want to ask you a few fun questions that you need to answer in under five seconds okay is this my way of saying thank you if you're ready let me know and let's just get into it i'm so ready let's do it okay what made your day a little better today Ooh, cooking hello fresh and this podcast hey hey How would your friends describe you in two words? Scatterbrained and probably alcoholic. But it's not true. (laughs) 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 Last person you talked to. Uh, Oh, that's a good question. Um, Besides you, um, my dog, probably. His name is Boba. I (laughs) kind of talk to him sometimes. (laughs) And... Are you more of a dress-up party girl or lay around in pajamas, watch Netflix, girl? That's really hard. But as of late... That is right now, yes. As of late, though, lately, I want to say pajamas. Yeah, for sure. Same. I'm a homebody. And lastly, who's the first person you call when you have good news? My boyfriend. well this is it Steph thank you so much for coming on this episode for the second time I feel like we always get to know more about each other with every conversation we have so that's always a fun talk thank you so 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 much of course thank you for having me I think we covered a lot of things that we didn't and we I really did conversation in the last one I just know we had fun just like we had fun in this one so thank you so much for having I me. love that Yay. so Steph if you want to go ahead and just drop in your social media and where people can find you you can find me on Instagram at withloveandsoul.co and that is the same handle for all of my for Facebook, for TikTok and also my website withloveandsoul.com. So, yay. 
talk to you soon. <laughs> Make sure to check her out, guys. She has some cool content. And again, she's a mindset coach. We always need a mindset coach in our lives, okay? So go check her out. This is it, guys. Make sure to follow the Let's Talk Pod on Instagram for regular updates. Everything will be linked in the show notes. As always, remember to open up, share, and connect. I will talk to you guys in my next episode. See ya. Bye.